Hi and welcome to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm your host Renee Bennett and this is a leadership podcast for ordinary girls compelled to lead an extraordinary life. Make sure you come and find me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. Happy Friday, everybody. It's Renee here. It's really good to be back with you on another Girl Next Door episode. And of course, Friday means all things parenting and parenthood. So let's get straight into today. I wanted to cover a topic that relates to absolutely everybody when it comes to your children. And that is how do you know which school to pick? Do you pick public? Do you pick private? Um, do you need to pick a different school for all your different children because they've all got different needs? Like, how should we approach this? Because I think as a parent, it's probably one of the hardest decisions that we make. It's one of the things we labor over the most is how do we know what kind of a school should we pick for our child? So I wanted to shed a little bit of light on this for you today. Um, on how Cameron and I approached this, uh, the lessons that we learned, what worked, what didn't work. But remember too, I'm coming at this not just as a parent, but I'm also coming at this as a teacher. So I hope that both of those perspectives will really help you guys today. Um, Remember, I've been teaching for, I've had about 20 years um, teaching experience as well. So I wanted to, and I, by the way, I've taught in both Christian private schools and public state schools, and my children have gone to both. So I want to try and give you all perspectives. So this is where we're going to go today. Firstly, I want to give you the three undergirding values that Cameron and I used when it came to picking a school. Then I want to look at the Christian school pros and cons, and then public school pros and cons. And then finally, I'm going to finish off with some practical tips on how to go about picking the school that is right for your children. All right, that feels like a lot to cover, but here we go. So let's start off with the three main values that undergirded all of Cameron's and my decision-making. The first value is this, to remember that while the school that you pick is super important and will be hugely impactful on your children and your family, you as the parent still have more influence over your child than the school. So I hope that takes away a little bit of fear of, oh my gosh, what if I pick the wrong school? You know, what if we're Christians, we put them into a state school? Oh my gosh, are they going to learn bad things? And I really want to cover that in this episode. But I want to put your mind at ease that no matter where your children go, you as the parent, mum and dad, family, you still have more impact over your child and more influence than the school they go to. So just remember that. So I hope that takes some pressure off. The second value that Cameron and I picked our schools around was the fact that we remembered always that God has put each one of our children here on this planet for a specific call and purpose, and no school is going to change that. So I hope that takes a bit of pressure off of you. It's not as if God's looking down from heaven, looking at the school that you've picked and gone, oh, nope, nope. No, bad bad call, guys. I can't outwork my purpose in their life anymore. <laughs> so I just hope that helps you to keep a little bit of perspective on your decision making that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter where you send them. The purposes of God are going to be outworked in your children. And the third value that Cameron and I always remembered when picking our school, and I hope this also helps take pressure off you, 
Do not buy into the lie that your child will not reach their full potential if you don't put them in some fancy pants expensive school that's going to cost you 15k a year. Cameron and I could never afford that. Plus we've got three children. So I'm like, hello, like I don't even earn that much a year. Um, And so a child can thrive in their future with a public school education as well. So they don't have to be in an expensive school to get every single opportunity. I want to remind you, opportunities are everywhere. As a parent, you might have to be creative in looking for those opportunities, but they don't just exist inside really expensive schools. So they were our three main values. Okay, you as the parent still have more influence. Secondly, your uh, God, the God purposes for your child will still be outworked no matter what school you pick. And thirdly, they don't have to go to an all-out expensive school to have a thriving future. Okay, so I hope that's taken a little bit of pressure off of you today. So let's have a look at Christian school pros and cons. Now, remember, I have taught in Christian schools and my kids have gone to Christian schools. So let me try and give you, and this is by no means an exhaustive list, but let me try and give you um, a little bit of uh, hopefully perspective on this. But just before I start my little list of pros and cons, Can I just remind everyone out there that just because a school is private does not make it better than a state school, okay? Just some of you probably just need to hear that. Um, So in Adelaide, for example, I would say that the Christian school my children went to and that I also taught in was probably better than the state schools that were around, around me at the time. But here in Brisbane, I found it was kind of flipped that I found the state school my kids went to uh, really more than met their needs um, as students. So just because a school is private doesn't doesn't make it better, doesn't mean they're necessarily going to get a better education. So I just wanted to put that out there, again, just to take the pressure off. Uh, but I am for both, by the way. I think there are great pros and great cons on both sides of the argument. It really comes down to picking what you think is best for your child and your family. And no two schools are equal, whether they're, you know, regardless of if they're private or state. Um, so every school's got their ups and their downs, their pros and their cons. So let's have a look at a couple of Christian school pros. Um, I found that in a Christian school, you will find now, again, this is not always, this is generally speaking, but you will find a tighter, closer community. Um, in the schools I both taught in and that my children went to, I did find that they had a bit more of a tighter, closer-knit community. People were closer. The parents particularly were a little bit closer than in the state school. Um, your children and yourself as parents will be surrounded with people with generally the same values as you if you go to a Christian school. Um, and also your children, of course, will be taught everything from a Christian worldview. So this is um, definitely a big pro. And also your children are more likely to be surrounded with friends and to have friends that have the same values as your family. So that's a huge pro as well. All right. So that's my little list of Christian school pros. Um, 
And also, look, it depends on the Christian school. Some Christian schools are resourced better than others, but there can be a lot of um, really good opportunities in in private Christian schools. I know the ones that Cameron and I have around us where we live, um, they are fantastic Christian schools and they've got really good opportunities for students. All right, a couple of the cons, a couple of what I found to be the downsides of Christian slash private schooling. Um, Just remember that because parents pay the fees, they can tend to be more demanding of the teacher and the school as a whole. Now, that's definitely my insight as a teacher. Parents in private slash Christian schools, oh my gosh, as a teacher, they're far more demanding. This can tend to put a little bit of pressure on the school and on the teacher from those who shout the loudest. So just be aware of that because you'll always get demanding parents, but I tended to find them more in the private slash Christian schools. Um, Also, in a private slash Christian school, they don't have to stick with the state curriculum. So it really depends on the school then to keep teachers up to date with the latest in education. And some Christian schools do do this better than others. So I've taught in Christian schools that probably didn't keep us up to date so well and others that did. Uh, Another downside is it's not uncommon for students who have gone through a Christian school their whole life to kind of lose it. Uh, I mean, lose their faith or walk away from their faith when they then go to uni. Now, that's not all the time, but it's not uncommon for that to happen. So I think what happens is they've been quite sheltered um, or they've only ever seen one perspective or perhaps they've seen hypocrisy in, in a Christian school and therefore they become quite vulnerable when they go to university and they're offered all these other different worldviews that they didn't know were out there. So just be aware of that. Another downside to Christian schools, they can be expensive. Um, I found that the parents were a little bit more competitive, but again, it probably depends on the Christian school. I found in the state schools, the parents didn't really kind of care so much. Everyone was more, uh, more, tolerant of being themselves, I found a little bit more competitiveness in the Christian schools and a little bit more pressure on students to perform also. So they were some of my downsides that I've experienced. But now let's look at public school pros. What are the upsides of public schools, which again, my children went to a public school for a long time. I have also taught in public schools, uh, particularly here in Queensland. All right, first upside, guys, super cheap, super cheap. I remember walking through uh, in our public school before I decided to put my children there. And I remember the deputy turning to me and saying, oh, look, we just asked for a $50 down payment per student. Is that okay? And I was like, are you kidding me? $50? <laughs> yes. Um, so it's a lot cheaper. Um, They are very good at keeping teachers updated with the latest in education. And I say that from a teacher's perspective, the professional development that I received in the state school system was honestly incredible. And this, of course, translates into the education that is then passed on to the children. So the school, the state school I worked in and that my kids attended had an, they had an excellent education. Another upside of a public school is they're usually across the board, they're resourced to a very satisfactory degree. Now, it does depend 
on, look, to be really honest, it does depend on the socioeconomic area of the school. It depends on the number of students in the school, but generally it doesn't matter where you go. Um, most state schools receive a fairly equal kind of uh, resourcing, which is usually fairly uh, satisfactory. Um, and the accountability, of course, as to where the money goes is really high. And I, I like that. I like that there's a lot of accountability, knowing that the money goes to where it was intended for. Um, another uh, upside is actually, I said that this was an upside of a Christian school, but I actually find this an upside of a public school. And that is that the other students might not share the same values or worldview as you, but I'm putting this in the pro side because, look, it actually forces us as parents to make sure that we then are having plenty of con- plenty of conversations at home about what I, our beliefs are, and this became an incredible um, bonus and an incredible positive to my family and to my children. So it became a huge plus that what we believe began to make more sense to our children when they started to compare it to what they were seeing amongst their friends in their state school. So it became an excellent preparation for them going into the adult world. So there wasn't such a huge jump then from this kind of sheltered, Christian environment for them then going to uni and being out in the world or in the workplace, they were actually really well prepared because it wasn't such a big jump. There wasn't such a big difference between their friends at school and then the the lifestyle of the people that they saw at uni. Um, and so my three children, it really helped to make their values really, really firm. I cannot stress that enough. All right. Downside of a public school, Surprisingly, I couldn't think of that many. Um, One thing I did find was the community was not as close, which means you need to be a bit more proactive in getting to know your children's friends and the parents of your children's friends. So I just found there was a little bit more uh, disconnect amongst the community. So really the community in a private school or a Christian school is next to none. It's really amazing. So you have to just be a little bit more intentional. Um, I also found I had to be a lot more careful about the decisions I made around my children's social lives. So when it came to parties or sleepovers, I pretty much didn't allow my kids to go to any parties or sleepovers. Um, In the primary school stage, I did let them go to some, but I always would go inside. I met the parents. I would stay for a little while and I only let my children stay at those parties for the, you know, two, two and a half hours. I always then came and picked them up exactly on time. I didn't let them have any sleepovers. Well, I did once, but it didn't go down so well. Um, So I just wanted to make you aware if you're going to put your children in a public school, you need to be a lot more proactive as a parent. And look, we should be doing that in Christian schools anyway, but I didn't let my children socialize a lot outside of the school hours. Um, And also, you know that they're not going to be taught a biblical worldview. So again, you just have to keep your eye on the kinds of things they are being taught, which really, honestly, I didn't have issues. I've never really had an issue with anything my children have been taught in the public school system. All right. So there's my list of pros and cons for Christian schools versus public schools. Look, that list is not exhaustive and it is based on my experiences as a parent and as a teacher. 
But what I want to get into for the last 10 minutes or so is how Cameron and I went about picking the right schools for our children. Um, So let me just give you a little bit of a background of where my kids have gone to school. So when they were in Adelaide, uh, it was only Georgia that was at school at the time. And she attended the private Christian school that I had also taught at for seven years. But then when we moved to Adelaide, to Queensland, they started off in a Christian school. And I want to tell you why I picked that Christian school but why after 18 months, I actually had to take them out and they ended up in a public primary school. And then for high school, they, uh, they've all three have gone to the same private, but not Christian high school. So I just want to walk you through that. And I just hope that my experience and my story or our story, Cameron and myself might help you as well. So, um, The reason we picked a Christian school, the Christian school that we did when we first came here, it had a really good reputation, but it also had really, really good facilities. And the school that we had come from in Adelaide was a beautiful little community, but it had really average facilities. So Cameron and I pretty much picked the school up here based on the facilities, which we were wowed when we walked in. We're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But after just six short months, I really started to get a feel that I think we'd picked the wrong school for our children. It's not a bad school. It's actually a wonderful school, but it just wasn't the right school for us. So I realized that the super expensive fees were actually going a lot towards those facilities. So just just be aware. My biggest takeaway from that 18 months was I realized that facilities are not everything that just because fees are expensive uh, and just because the facilities are great, it's not the be all and end all of your child's education. In fact, I probably decided I would have rathered a school with a little bit better culture, even if it had slightly inferior facilities. So I also found uh, at that particular Christian school, it was a really competitive environment It was competitive in a number of ways. Uh, The teachers were under a lot of pressure for their students to reach a certain level. And I could look, I probably could tell this because even though I was a parent in the school, being a teacher, I could tell. Um, For example, I knew that we were in trouble when Bible uh, was all about if my child could memorize a scripture instead of if they were growing in their heart and character. And I picked that up really quickly from the report that came home, that his marks were based on how well he could memorize a scripture. And that really kind of bothered me because I didn't care how good my child's memory was. I cared about if he was understanding, you know, the word of God. So that kind of was a red flag for me. And look, I know these red flags sound funny, but this is where my teacher brain goes. Uh, I noticed things like all of the paintings on the wall, and we're talking in year one at the time, all of the paintings on the wall literally looked identical. So I remember the children had to paint a picture of a chicken. And I remember looking up and thinking, those 25 chickens look exactly the same. And so I just realized, okay, there's kind of a little bit of pressure here for the children to be producing work of a kind of stand, similar standard. Whereas as a primary school teacher, I know that children have all sorts of different uh, talents and abilities and that in reality, 
I'm fine. In fact, I would encourage for the chickens on the wall to all be looking different. I I didn't want my children in an education system where I felt like they were just sausages in a sausage mill all being churned out the same at the other end. I, I wanted it to be okay for my children to not be good at something or to excel in something and for the results not always to be exactly equal. Um, but the final straw was I went in to go and help and um, I think the children were doing art and they were painting, they were making their own frames. And I think it was for Christmas. And we just finished off and the children had gone out for morning tea and all of the frames were drying off. And the teacher came to me and said, oh my gosh, quick, Renee, I've gone around and I've seen all the other classes and the paintings and the frames that the children have produced. Could you please quickly repaint over them because mine don't look as good. And I just remember looking at her and saying, I don't want my child to come home with a frame that's been repainted by another parent. I want my child's frame flaws and all. And I really began to be concerned because, um, you know, I know I'm giving you examples of chickens on the wall and paintings and, um, you know, frames and artwork and memory verses, but all of those things added up to me that I realized that there was a lot of pressure. And I could also see it in the stress levels of my child who was really not coping with the pressure. And we were talking year one. Now I did meet some absolutely beautiful families there and a few of whom are really good friends of mine still to this day. But that combined with the fees that kept going up, I just decided that that was not where I wanted my children to be. And so off to the public school we went. Um, I was so nervous sending my children to the public school. Obviously, a huge draw card for Cameron and I was that um, we didn't have to pay fees because of our financial situation at the time. We just couldn't afford the Christian school anymore. Uh, And another friend of mine was simultaneously sending her children from that Christian school to this public school as well. But can I be honest, when I dropped my children off the first day at that school, I literally felt like I was feeding them to the wolves. I felt sick on the inside. I was like, oh my goodness, what have I done? I don't know if I've made the right decision. This was the first time my children had had an experience in the state school system. But can I say that this school ended up to be one of the best things that we ever did. Firstly, the $50 deposit really helped. Um, But the principal was incredible. He wore a suit every single day, uh, no matter whether it was 38 degrees, which is flipping boiling in Queensland or in the middle of winter. It is no surprise that that principal now works in the director general's office. Uh, He knew every single family member and their car by name. He would always sit in the drop-off, stand in the drop-off zone and make sure that the children got into the cars all right. He knew everybody's names. He was hardworking. He had a great staff. He had high standards. He had very experienced teachers. And it turned out that there were a lot of Christians in that public school community, including amongst the staff. My children had beautiful friends. They had a high quality education. Now, there were certainly a few issues where I had to get involved, but I think that can happen state school or uh, private school. And I wasn't always happy with all of the teachers, but again, there's no perfect school. That can happen anywhere. Uh, and for the most part, my, my children had really good, very experienced teachers and hardworking teachers too. Um, 
Look, to be really honest, it became the biggest opportunity for us as a family and for my children to outwork their Christian faith in a community um, that was a secular community. So our, our family were very highly regarded in the school in the end. So I just feel like it gave us an opportunity to be a really good example and to shine the light of Christ in, in a state school. I ended up getting a job there. Um, and so I'm really grateful for my time at that school. One of the things that I'm the most grateful for, and I touched on this before, but I really loved the amount of conversations it led to at our dinner table where we reinforced over and over why our family believed in God, why we believe in the Bible, why we have the values that we have. And it really did become so evident to my children that living God's way truly was the best. And this um, this happened right back, even from prep. I remember Ashton being in prep and different things would happen in his class. And you know what children are like. They come home with different stories and so-and-so said this and so-and-so's family did that. And it just gave us so many opportunities to reinforce what we believe. And I, I, I think that we should be doing that whether our children go to a state school or a Christian school. And no topic was off limits. The conversations, the topics that we've had around our dinner table um, really are very broad. And these conversations happened from when Ashton was in prep. They are still happening to this day now that he's in year 10, but they certainly happened all the way through my children's primary and high school years. Um, You know, just to give you another example off the top of my head, I remember when the same-sex marriage vote was happening a couple of years ago, and Georgia would have been year 11, I think, at the time, maybe year 10. And I remember what a big topic of conversation that was around our table, because of course she was in a high school, um, and their high school, by the way, was private, but not Christian. And the conversations that we had, because she was surrounded by a lot of students who were not Christian, But a lot of students who did have a religious belief, but some were Muslim, some were Mormon, uh, a few were Jehovah's Witness. And so it was really interesting, the conversations that we had. So the high school that my children ended up going to after the public school was a private high school but it's not a Christian school. And I'm actually going to finish up because we've already been going on about 25 minutes here, but I'm going to do next week a part two on this. And I'll talk a little bit more about the high school that we picked for our children then. Um, But I feel like our time's ran out and I've given you enough for today. So I've given you the pros and the cons of Christian schools um, and private schools. And I've talked a little bit about how to pick your children's school, but I really want to go into that a little bit more next week. Um, I want to talk about real specifics on what to look for and how to go about um, picking a primary school and a high school for your child. So make sure that you come back for part two, where I'm going to get into some even uh, deeper specifics. So until then, if you've got any questions at all, I'm so happy for you guys to message me, inbox me on social media, come and follow me on girlnextdoor.podcast because 
any of you will know who have messaged me there that I always try and respond and have chats with you guys. So make sure that you come back in that space and um, and I'm happy to answer any questions that you might have either from a parental perspective, but also from a teacher's perspective. So I hope that's helped you guys. If you've got any insight, I'd love to hear it. So anyway, I'll see you on Wednesday for our leadership podcast and then next week for part two on how to pick a good school for your child. Until then, have a great week. Bye. Make sure you come and find me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast.